Welcome back to Athlete Maestro, guys, where we know your career would not build itself, which is why we provide weekly sports lessons from some of the best to ever do it. This is episode 292, guys. See failure as a learning opportunity. Practice a mental attitude are more important than talent and work hard early on in your career. He was nicknamed Mark the Shark for his incredible abilities in a swimming pool. At the 1972 Olympic Games in Munich, he won a gold medal in all seven events he competed at, an unprecedented record at the time. Over the course of his career, he set 35 world records. Today on the show, guys, American swimming legend Mark Spitz. It's very easy to forget the achievements of Mark Spitz in a swimming pool or to never have heard of them before. He's a former professional swimmer with nine Olympic medals to his name. Before Michael Phelps, Mark Spitz was the guy many tried to emulate. His exposure to the pool started when he was just two years of age and his family moved to Hawaii. There's a lot you can do in Hawaii, but if you know that region very well, the beach always has something to do with it. And of course, when you have water, swimming would usually always be on the cards. Every day, Mark would find a way to get himself wet just so that he could swim and of course have fun at the same time. You see, he didn't realize it at the time, but lessons were being learned on repetitiveness of action in sports. By the age of nine, he was training with swimming coach Shem Shavo, who was a mentor to other Olympic medalists. Spitz would go on to be one of them. A year later, at the age of 10, he had 17 national records to his name. He continued to grow and improve as a young athlete, but that by the age of 17, he set his first world record. He never looked back from then. By the time the 1968 Olympic Games came around in Mexico, his target was to win six gold medals, four of them individual medals, and that was his promise to his fans. He was only able, of course, to win two team gold medals, and he didn't win any individual gold medals. He won one silver medal, one bronze medal, and in fact, he finished last in the 200 meters butterfly. Devastating for a man who, of course, held himself to such a high standard. It was a rude shock for him. This experience in 1968 led him to knuckle down and make changes. He changed his coaches and called it the best decision of his life. Four years later, at the Munich Games in 1972, the changes were there for all to see as he again set his sights on winning six gold medals. The difference was that this time he was better prepared. The result of his preparedness was that he won seven gold medals, setting a new world record in each of those categories. It will be 36 years before the record will be broken by Michael Phelps, who won eight gold medals at the Beijing Olympic Games in 2008. After the Games in 1972, Spitz retired at just the age of 22. In 1999, ESPN named him number 33 on its Sports Century 50 Greatest Athletes. He was the only aquatic athlete to make that list, not swimmer aquatic athlete so you're looking at water polo diving whichever sport that has to do with water he made the list as the only aquatic athlete today he's your mentor guys and there are three lessons that i want you to learn from mark space before we go into the lessons that i want you to learn from him i want to tell you a quick story about mark space you see when he went to the 1972 olympic games i won seven gold medals which of course at the time was unprecedented it was a record and the cumulative medals that he had won set him as one of the best olympians of all time at the time in 1972 at those games he had a mustache you know around 
his mouth, which of course was his signature style at the time. And then you see the Russians in the USSR at the time who, of course, you know, where these guys were fascinated with people that were doing well. And of course, they sought every opportunity to learn from guys who were doing either better than them or who were doing something. So they asked Mark Spitz and they said, hey, look, how are you able to swim so well in the pool? And, you know, he said it as a joke, you know, that hey, it's because of the moustache. You see, because of the way my moustache is designed, the water spreads apart, doesn't get into my nose, and then I'm able to take deeper breaths and swim faster. Guess what? Four years later, 1976 Olympic Games, all the Russian athletes came into, all the Russian swimmers came into the Olympic Games with moustaches, saying, hey, look, if Spitz could do it, and that was his secret, then I think that we could do it as well. I thought it was just funny, and I'll share that with you. The first lesson, guys, that I want you to learn from Mark Spitz is see failure as a learning opportunity. I'm sure you've heard before, and this would not be the first time, that someone would have mentioned that, hey, look, seek to fail more because you're going to learn a lot of lessons in failure or always look for the failure in everything that you do because it's going to reveal certain things to you. You see, it is not different when it comes to sports. But you see, the difference with young athletes is that it can be so devastating when you fail that your ability to recover is so hampered and dampened that you never make that leap to fully recover. So what was the case with Mark Speed? You see, he went into the 1968 Olympic Games and he had told the world that, hey, look, I'm going for six gold medals because that is a record that nobody has ever done. All the events that I want to participate in, I want to win a gold medal in each and every single one of them. And people cheered him on and they said, hey, look, Mark the Shark, this is what he does. He's so special. Guess what? He went to those games. No gold medal, individual gold medals. No individual gold medals. He won only team gold medals. The tournament as butterfly finished last. The other events, one silver, one bronze medal. How was it that he was able to come back and face the world after he had told the world that this was what I was going to do? When he was asked, he said, hey, look, I was completely devastated because what I said I wanted to achieve, I couldn't even come close to achieving it. No, now, guess what? You have four years to think about it. You have four years to let it sink in about the errors and the mistakes and whatever it is that you made. You see, in that period, a lot of people would have capitulated. A lot of people would have said, hey, look, I don't think this is for me. How do I go into the next Olympic Games? How do I tell the world that, hey, I'm going to the Olympic Games to win medals when I had told them before in 1968 that I was going to do the same thing? And of course, I failed. I wasn't able to do that. You must always see failure as a learning opportunity, guys. What did he do? He made changes. Changed his coaches, changed his team, changed his routine, got better prepared for the 1972 Olympic Games. Now, he went to those games. He didn't win six gold medals, guys. He won seven gold medals, which was the record that Michael Phelps brought in 2008, 36 years before another swimmer could do it, just to show you how special what he did was. You cannot do that, guys, if you don't see failure as a learning opportunity. It's still early days, guys, in 2019. But I want to take you back to 2018. What were some of the things that you failed at? Is it possible for you to dig deep and look at it and assess it and say, oh, look, Okay, yes, I failed at this. What was the reason why I failed? What are some of the changes that I can make that come this time in 2019, I'm going to be able to see the results of all those little tweaks and changes that I made. It's not enough for you to just wallow and be upset and blame the world. No, see that failure as an opportunity to learn something new. See that failure as an opportunity to improve because it's important. If you're going to make any changes, if you're going to make any progress, 
to ensure that you see failure for what it is, which is a learning opportunity. That's the first lesson, guys, that I want you to learn from Mark Space. The second one is practice and mental attitude are more important than talent. Now, if you haven't downloaded my free ebook, the five biggest mistakes that athletes make, I want you to go out there and I want you to download it now. Athletemaestro.com forward slash mistake. Athletemaestro.com forward slash mistake. One of the lessons that you will learn as one of the biggest mistakes that athletes make is their over-reliance on talent. And this is what Mark Speed said because he was interviewed and he said, hey, look, what was the reason for everything that you achieved in the world of swimming, everything that you were able to do, the successes that you had? And he said, what you must understand, guys, is that practice and mental attitude. So when he failed in the 1968 Olympic Games, when things didn't go uh, the way he wanted it to go, what did he do? He changed his practice routine. He changed his coaches. And of course, he developed the mental attitude to stay the course, to remain focused at the most critical times so that he could achieve what he wanted to achieve. Guys, if in 2019 you're going to be a successful young athlete, if you're going to make that leap, if you're going to make those changes, then guys, you have to get the mental part right. I always say this time and time again. You see, sports is played more in the mind than it's played with your feet and your hands. The earlier you understand it, then of course you are going to make that progress that you have been chasing. Guys, if you cannot tap into that mental aspect, if you cannot have the right mental attitude, throughout the course of 2019 then it's going to be the same story that you experienced in 2018 i don't want that for you which is why i am encouraging you to make that change now always understand practice and mental attitude are more key so how much attention are you paying to your mental attitude towards the game how much attention are you paying to your practice are you training for just one hour every day or maybe a couple of hours a week and you think that you're, you're going to be an elite athlete I think that you're going to make the changes that you want to make. That cannot happen, guys. You see many of others, guys, hours every single day, they're developing to their craft. They're paying attention to the mental side of the game, handling the stress, handling the anxiety, staying focused when they need to stay focused. All of those things, that is what is setting them apart. And that is what you need as well to set you apart and make you the great athlete that you want to be or at least achieve the goals that you're chasing in the world of sports. That's the second lesson, guys. Practice and mental attitude. Are more important than talent so while you're making your 2019 changes have extra focus on those two areas practice and mental attitude final lesson is work hard early on in your career on this point max speed says people who are successful have a real wide base most people build a base like an inverted pyramid they've got a tiny starting point the size of a dollar bill and they are expecting when they get to the top an acre of knowledge there is no stability in this concept so now, if you see, if you take a pyramid or if you take a funnel, uh, I think let's lose, use that. Or if you want to be more visual, take the pyramids in Egypt because I'm sure that's something that you would have heard about at one point or the other. Take those pyramids, for example. Now, you see the base is very wide, but as the pyramid continues to rise, it gets thinner and thinner and thinner and thinner until you have this tip point at the top, which is, you know, almost like a pin and you feel like, you know, something can prick it. Now, that is what Mark Spitz is saying. He says, hey, look, a lot of people, have their own pyramids upside down so you see the base is that very thin point that you see at the top while of course as they rise they expect their knowledge base to continue to expand to continue to expand it is never going to happen like that what is he saying guys you need to have a solid foundation growing up just like i said by the time max Pitt was 10 he had 17 national records for his age by the time he was 17 he had broken his world record what was the reason for that? What was responsible for that? It was his ability, guys, to train tremendously well, 
to put in hours while building the foundation, the knowledge of his sports that as he continued to rise, he continued to get better. Guys, what is your own pyramid like? How is your pyramid? Is it slanted? Is it on the side? Is it inverted? Just like Mark Spitz is saying. Or do you have that rock-solid foundation, the wide base at the bottom, which gives you the stability to achieve the goals that you're chasing in sports? Because if that is not the case, then you're making a mistake. You're wasting time, you're missing resources, and you're not going to see the results. So the end of 2019 will come, and you're going to be just as upset as you were at any point when you felt like you were not achieving your goals or when you felt like things were not falling into place for you. It's because you are having it all wrong. And I've said this so many times. You need a solid foundation, guys, if success is going to come your way in sports, if you're going to make that difference that other athletes are not able to make, that difference that you are trying to show that you have. You only do that when the foundation is solid. What's the foundation, guys? That mental attitude, the training that you put in, the understanding of your sport early on is what is going to separate you from the best. As I said, hey, work hard early on in your career. You see, you can't start building your base when you're 30, when you're 35. Of course, you're already almost at the end and it's just not going to work that way. But while you have the time, while you're in your teens, 18, 19, even in your early 20s, you can build that foundation or where you're trying to turn things around and you're going to say, hey, look, on 24, 25, things are not be working for me. I need to make changes. That is the opportunity for you to make the change. Work hard early and start building that solid foundation. So your pyramid is the way it's supposed to be, which is how the pyramids are in Egypt. I think my stroke, guys, episode 292, Mark Space, one of the greatest swimmers of all time, one of the greatest Olympians of all time. Before, of course, Michael Phelps came in and decimated everyone and destroyed everyone absolutely one of the greatest guys to ever do it i want you to learn these lessons for him apply what you can i'm not saying hey take all three and apply them no apply what you can step-by-step process you will get there athlete master com guys forward slash mistake get that free book on the five biggest mistakes that athletes make and also while you are there guys share this episode if you enjoyed it share it on facebook share it on instagram share it on twitter let more athletes see what we're trying to do here and the help that we're trying to provide for young athletes and it will also be fantastic if you can leave a rating and review on wherever you listen to your podcast wherever you get your podcast feed you can leave that rating and review head over to alimashore.com slash subscribe to learn how you can do that i detail all the steps for you i can do that on itunes or apple podcast and of course that is the way that more artists will get to hear the message because they will see what we're trying to do they will see that we can help them get to the goals that they are chasing in the world of sports. I'll catch you on the next episode of the show, guys. Remember, knowing is not enough, you must apply. Willing is not enough, you must do. And go out there, learn all the lessons you can today from this absolute great athlete, Mark Spitz. And just go out there, and I want you to be a maestro today, every single day.